This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency formerly known as FLM Harvest. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Dairy producers across the country have safety net money headed their way. The Department of Agriculture is rolling out the Pandemic Market Volatility Assistance Program, which will offer about $350 million to producers impacted by price disparities during the COVID-19 pandemic. USDA's Farmers to Families Food Box Program led to increased cheese prices, but producers selling for fluid milk consumption didn't quite see the same benefit. Under the program, payments can cover 80% of the differences between the revenue received between July and December of 2020 and what they would have received absent the changes to the pricing formula. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says the support is a component of an ongoing effort to get aid to producers hit by the pandemic, but National Milk Producers Federation President and CEO Jim Mulhern said the new payments fall significantly short of what is needed for many dairy farmers. Ben Nulli has more in his story on agripulse.com. The American Coalition for Ethanol is getting together in Minneapolis this week. Here's Ben Nulli with more. Biofuel groups feel President Joe Biden's Environmental Protection Agency will be more careful in granting small refinery exemptions but worry about Biden's oil ties. Speaking during the American Coalition for Ethanol conference this morning, ACEO Brian Jennings says he expects this EPA to be more restrictive and judicious in granting SREs than the Trump administration. Some of the early signals that the Biden EPA sent, even before uh, Michael Regan was confirmed by the Senate to, to uh, be the administrator of EPA, indicated that they wanted to be more careful and cautious, and, and, and they you know, reversed their position on on small refinery exemptions relative to the 10th Circuit case. But Jennings says he's also worried about Biden's close ties to oil-producing states in the Northeast. It absolutely concerns me that, frankly, in the past, when he served as vice president, Joe Biden had an open ear to some of the bellyaching by some of these East Coast refineries, particularly refineries in Pennsylvania and Delaware about the renewable fuel standard. The EPA has yet to act on nearly 58 small refinery exemption petitions, according to the agency's website. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, the Department of Agriculture is currently considering the best approach for allocating about $500 million in funding to expand meat processing capacity. The nation's largest beef industry group wants to see that money focused on small, local facilities. Expanding processing capacity is an industry goal that was only highlighted further by the COVID-19 pandemic. A handful of groups gathered earlier this year and produced several areas of agreement, including working together to expand capacity. Colin Woodall is the CEO of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, the largest group in the industry, and one of the organizations at the table for the meeting earlier this year. He says aiming that funding in the right direction is critical. Working with Secretary Vilsack, USDA, uh, has been so important to help uh, try to craft the $500 million that they've put out there through, uh, through their announcement uh, over a month ago on some incentives for packing capacity is a key part of our strategy. We need to make sure that money is really used as is intended to build more packing capacity, more local, more regional plants, not more resources for the big four, more local stuff. 
He says the industry needs to be careful not to overbuild its processing capacity. More competition through local and regional plants we believe is the way to go because uh, it, it's not going to get us to the point where we have you know, so, so much excess capacity that, uh, that, we, that we get ourselves in, in further trouble. So that, that's why I think our approach of looking at local and regional capacity is the right way to do this. The producer groups are also pushing for an update on a Department of Justice investigation into the nation's largest meat packers, something Woodall says has yet to take place. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients, formerly known as FLM Harvest. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.